0: or visit horseandhound.com.au. And thanks to Garards, I said earlier in the program, so many quality horses, standard racing over the weekend, not only in Australia but
1: Australasia as well. As Chris Barsby joins us, how are you, Chris? I'm really well, Steve. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Well, copy that. He's against horses that I've never heard of, but he's off 70 metres
0: (laughs) this afternoon at Cambridge in race seven. What do you think? He's $1.95. Copy that.
1: Well, it's just interesting that he's actually starting tonight because when we spoke with Greg O'Connor earlier in the week, he sort of gave that indication that he wouldn't start. But here they are. It's well past deadline time as far as scratching is concerned. So he's going to the post tonight. So they obviously want to give him one more run before the New Zealand Cup. So he's going to go around tonight. So, look, it's a tall order. Like you said, there's not a great deal of opposition there. But it's a massive handicap. Hot and treacherous. I'll talk about him in just a moment when the boys join me. There's some news around him. But look, on the way he performed last week off that big handicap, he's probably a good chance of doing it again. So that race comes through at 522 Queensland time. So it's race seven Cambridge tonight, 522 Queensland time. All eyes will be on that. And I'm glad you mentioned that there's horses to watch here, there, and everywhere. We've got the Navy Cup tonight at Gloucester Park. We've got a huge night tomorrow night at Menangle. So much interest there. So much Queensland interest as well. Leap to fame, looking to cap his season with another Group 1 victory. Breeders Challenge race night, Len Smith-Mile. The Len Smith-Mile has impact on the New Zealand Cup. And then you speak about New Zealand. We've got that race tonight from Cambridge. And then all eyes head to uh, Kaikoura on Sunday and more so Monday, the Kaikoura Cup this is the, uh, the racetrack right beside the, uh, the bay there, the South Bay and the Cuda Steps out there so there's going to be plenty to talk about as far as harness racing is concerned Boys, good morning
2: Morning Chris, morning Ryan
1: Morning boys Uh, I I want to start by just going through a few of these feature markets and then we'll get into the nitty-gritty for the weekend. But tonight over in the West, the Navy Cup, this is a Group 2 race worth $50,000. And Diego, Matty Young, joined us yesterday. He was strongly tipping this horse. He's never been beaten when he led or when he's been uh, able to lead in his races. He opened 340, now 190. Magnificent Storm as a result, just goes the other way. 270 out from 260. Uh, we've got $7 about leverage. He's out from 480. And Wild West, who's back with the Halls after winning the pacing cup earlier in the year, he was awful for the McCarthy's in Sydney. He's $13 out from seven. So Diego, well and truly best back there. I wanted to mention Mirabar on Sunday as well. We've got the Vic Trotters Derby and the Redwood. As far as the Trotters Derby is concerned, odds on, odds-on favorite is Cravash Door number three. He's at $1.80. Uh, next next betting here, Harry Stamper, $270. And that's just about it. Everything else is a double-figure odds. The Queenslander, you know I'll be late. $13. So Cravash Door 180 in from $2.20. Harry Stamper $270. Fairly steady there. And as far as the Redwood is concerned, the favourite for this race is number two. Susan is her name, the Queensland filly. 250, and she's been well tried. 340 was the opening quote. So she's found a really good support. Uh, Rockin' with Attitude, who beat Susan is her name, at their most recent clash. 380, rock solid. The locomotive, 420 out from 340. And then we're looking at a What's Up Party time, 950 out from 650. So best back for the Redwood. Uh, the two-year-old feature is the Queenslander. Susan is her name. The Queenslanders are the, the four in Victoria. That, oh, I don't know how the Victorians will cope, Darren. If we won their Victorian pacing derby and then we walk away with where, one of their trotting features, they're not going to handle that all that well.
2: Well, imagine if we were managed to get the the big double, the Redwood and the derby, the, the Pacers derby, the Trotters derby, and then their, their number one uh, two-year-old trotting feature. But I'm sure... They'll try and claim it because uh, Susan is her name now with Emma Stewart, albeit briefly doing all the early educating up here in Queensland. But, yeah, she looks to have a a good um, mortgage on that race. Cravash Door. he was really good in his uh, derby heat last uh, Sunday, those heats, and uh, he shot across from a wide gate. So he gets gate three this time around, so you'd expect him to be hard to beat. Um... We always like to stick it to those Victorians. Ryan, can you see um, any chance of us getting both of those Group 1 features?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love what Susan, as her name, has done for the Emma Stewart Camp in two starts in Victoria. I think she is the one to beat.
1: Okay, Ryan, I want to pull uh, pull this Smith mile apart. This is the Group 1 feature coming through tomorrow night in Sydney. Uh, there, there's particular interest as far as the New Zealand Cup with Majestic Cruiser stepping out here. The favourite is the Victorian Honolulu Bay. Amanda Turnbull is now taking the drive. Two fifteen. I'll go down the board here. Stingray Tara, the emergency. Twelve dollars. Majestic Cruiser. Three seventy. Honolulu Bay. Two fifteen. We've been bopping thirty four. I cast no shadow. Eleven. Wolfstride. Nine. Zeus Bromac. Nineteen. Black Sedans, the Albion Park track record holder. Nineteen. Max Shard is the outsider at one hundred and fifty one. Focus Stride. Fifty-one dollars, Alger Orlando thirty-four, and Max Delight at five dollars. So the favourite here is Honolulu Bay two-fifteen. Give me your thoughts on the Lensmith Mile, Chris. My initial thoughts on this market is that both
0: Honolulu Bay and Max Delight have, which have been supported in betting, but are far too short, to, in my opinion. I think there is going to be really good early tempo in the form of Honolulu Bay scooting out where you've been bopping and they may even press the button with ultra Orlando being that this is a mile race there's going to be mid-race pressure from my cast no shadow so it sets up as a true staying contest and the fittest horse may just survive i love the each way price of the Queenslander black Um if you're looking for an interest in the race i think you could go can't go wrong with him in a one by four basis
1: okay so you're giving him a chance despite Despite the fact that it's been a little unorthodox, uh, he's missed a couple of runs uh, through no fault of their own, that the racers just haven't got off the ground, so they've had to go to the trials, give him a really hard hit out in a trial. But you're still giving him a chance here? Chris, I think this horse is at the peak of his powers. He's been
0: laying down 25 quarters. Whenever Pete's asked him if he could lob one, two, and have gone really hard, I really think he's a live hope.
2: OK. Darren, do you give him any sort of chance? I, th- I think so, Chris. I can't... He couldn't have been any better up here in Queensland, and he's got those three wins in a row. Um, that close second probably should have been a win. That was four starts back where he um, just got a little bit sketchy on the turn and, and balanced up and absolutely charged home. He's the track record holder at Albion Park. I think it's another case again where he's just perhaps just not getting... Um, the, the recognition that he deserves. Yeah, it's a tricky gate, but, um, you know, I, I think where he lobs in the run, like Ryan said, if it sets up for him uh, going really hard early, I, I'd love to see him charge home off a helmet. I, th- I think he's a, a really good good hope as well. Okay. Ryan, what about the fact that Majestic
1: Cruiser, as I said, is nominated for the New Zealand Cup. He's been to New Zealand already this year. He's beaten the Kiwis, the best of the Kiwis as well, winning one of their features, the messenger it was in Auckland. Um, I spoke with Greg O'Connor during the week. If he comes out and wins the Len Smith Mile tomorrow night, he's currently $15 for the New Zealand Cup. Should we be looking at taking some of that price now? Because if he does win tomorrow night, Greg was of the thinking that he could even halve his price for the New Zealand Cup. Um, I would say have your tab bet open as they cross the finish line in the lens
0: of this mile would be my <laughs>
1: advice. Okay, well, that's well, going to be very. I just, yeah.
0: I do think the 15s each way for uh, the New Zealand Cup is a great price for this horse. He is just a proven stayer. I don't really particularly like his setup on Saturday night, barrier one over the mile. I think I'm having three pegs at absolute best. He'll need the, the splits to, to actually get into the finish. Um, But as far as a New Zealand Cup perspective, yeah, I think he's a a big player.
1: Yeah. And I want to ask you about this as well. And I put this to Greg earlier in the week. Rock and roll do is 3.20. He's the current tab favorite. Um, He he blew the start there on Monday. He wasn't hopeless, but it wasn't smooth. And that was his first go. Would you be uh, more inclined to take the $15 about Majestic Cruiser? Or would you be taking the 3.20 about rock and roll Do?
0: Yeah, I'd take the $15
1: each way, Majestic
0: Cruiser. Um, yeah, you can hang off and back Rock and Roll Do at a later point, I think.
1: OK. Darren, any thoughts there?
2: Uh, no, I, I, I'm really... Um, I, I think Rock and Roll Do um, is is a real live hope in that New Zealand Cup, provided he steps. Like That's a big if, so we'll get to see him um, over the weekend again, I think, do we? Or in the Cup trial, perhaps? Cup trial he might be going to for some some standing start practice so it's just I I perhaps wait until he steps away in that trial and, and see what we can take out of that.
1: Okay I'm going to throw this question out for both and I'll see what response I get. Will we look back at the Victoria Cup form this year and think probably not as strong as we first thought?
2: I think yeah I think that's a really fair assessment Chris I think um just the way it sort of panned out in the end. It looked perhaps a little bit strong on paper, but I think in time it'll, it'll just fall away a little bit and I'm happy to stand by that statement. I don't know what your thoughts are, Ryan.
0: Yeah, Chris I think uh, Chris and Darren, I think it's just very even at the top. At the moment, you know, we don't have that standout performer in a King of Swing or a Lock and Bar Art. Um, to some degrees, maybe they're going to take their turns depending on barrier draw as we go forward. Um, But uh, I, I think it'll
1: stand up fine. Okay. Before we start looking at these Breeders Challenge races, just on the local scene, we've got 10 races tomorrow night at Albion Park. This is the final meeting before the Summer Carnival kicks into gear next week. There's no racing on Tuesday at Albion Park, being Melbourne Cup Day, but we are racing there next Thursday night, and that meeting will have heats of the peak of the creek. So... That is going to be a very interesting series once again. Staged for the first time last year. Uncle Shank and Majorca staged that epic battle. Uh, This year looks a little bit more open. We've seen a couple of new horses at the trials in recent weeks. That barrier draw will be conducted uh, immediately after the heats are staged next Thursday night, and the final will come up next Saturday night. So that's going to be part of a big meeting next Saturday night. The Be Good Johnny Sprint, the Peak of the Creek, uh, we've got the Queen of the Creek for the Mayors. Uh, we've got a very good three-year-old race worth, you know, decent money, and there's a trotting feature as well. So that's the opening night, and that coincides with the fundraising night for Brett Cargill, $80 per person. If you're keen to get involved there uh, in that function, Embracing Pacing are on board with it. So that comes up next week, just on the local scene. Guess who's back in town, guys? Mac Da Vinci. He rejoins the stables of shane graham uh, i'm led to believe connections weren't thrilled that he was uh, uh, omitted from the len smith mildfield tomorrow night so they've decided to uh, leave sydney bring him up here so he's probably going to be starting next week in the be good johnny sprint and just on hot and treacherous steve mentioned this guy uh, earlier he's racing tonight over in cambridge uh queensland owner put forward an offer to buy this horse massive money uh, around quarter of a million dollars knocked back at the last minute uh one of the owners just thought that that was probably not enough to buy hot and treacherous so that'll be interesting but that was from a queensland based owner so interesting there with hot and treacherous but i think over the next couple of weeks we're going to have some great racing here at the creek
2: Yeah, certainly it shapes well that peak of the creek i'm looking forward to that chris i think like you mentioned there's a few um There's a few new horses, we've seen some step out at the trials, I think um, we might see Targaryen, he trialled really sharply, he just sneaks in, he's a rated 70 so it's for the the 55 to 70 raiders so he he sneaks in, Um, Brigadier's son, he was sharp in a trial for Brendan Barnes and there's a few others there that might have just been sort of floating around the mark waiting for this race so really looking forward to that. Just with hot and treacherous, Chris, is he a stallion? That's big money for a horse that's probably a fringe free-for-aller over there.
1: He's a gelding. Four-year-old gelding.
2: Okay. Well, there yeah. you go. Big money. It's
1: massive money. Massive uh, money.
2: Uh, Mate, I know what I'd, just I, felt that, I, that was I, a little bit light. If I if I owned him, I know what I'd be doing, and you wouldn't be seeing me again.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Hobbles and bridles will be going with him too. See you later. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll see he, he, he probably needs to win that race tonight against Copy that to sort of force his way into the New Zealand Cup so there's a fair bit at stake there maybe they're thinking he's good enough to do that and maybe he's good enough to win the New Zealand Cup he is a proven group one winner there in New Zealand now let's focus back on Menangle and I will go straight to the main race which is race 5 Leap to Fame currently at $1.50 uh, next in betting my ultimate Ronnie $5 Teddy Disco 9 Mahomes at 9 Ryan, I'll come straight to you here. Leap to fame, a dollar fifty. How do you see it,
0: Chris? This is this, uh, probably his third big grand final for the year. Grant's going to have to probably get a little bit busy early and get into the breeze in a more timely fashion with the more greater depth in this race. Clearly, the horse to beat. I expect him to get up outside them and crush them. I don't think he'll start shorter than a dollar fifty. So happy to wait and see what price he may drift to.
1: Okay. Darren, just with Leap to Fame, it, it, it's a it's an awkward draw and you know he had to earn that victory last week, but I still thought it was probably one of his best wins this year. He was huge. I'll put this to you. If my ultimate Ronnie just gets going from the very start of this race and just tries to basically do what Leap to Fame did to Captain Ravishing in the derby, is he any chance of sort of upsetting the, the apple cart here?
2: No, I, I guess you've got to give him some chance if he does sort of make it make it hard in that he he gets going early but I think you've got to look at the fact that you know, yes he's done some really good, had some really good wins and progressed really well but um, I I sort of thought he had his opportunity last week and he's gone 50.7, he's never gone quicker, He'll, he'll really need to step up again and um, yeah, I, I think he'll struggle. I, I think even some of the others that might have his measure, especially a horse like Mahomes if he just gets in and tucks in like he was able to to flash home last week.
1: Well, Ryan, you gave us a really good push for that uh, that heat there with Teddy Disco and Mahomes. Mahomes uh, overturned Teddy Disco. If they do sort of run it at a breakneck speed, are these guys sort of any sort of chance of you know springing an upset? Chris, I just don't think so. We know Leap to Fame is likely to
0: improve, you know, anything up to two lengths from his heat run to the to this grand final. I just can't see it happening.
1: Okay, so we're all firmly in the corner of Leap to Fame there in that uh, three-year-old Group One Breeders' Challenge final. Let's go to race three. This is the two-year-old Colton Gildings final. Current favourite is Captain Knox. Uh, he looks a proper horse. This guy for Brad here at two fifty. Uh, next in betting. Major Celebrity also 250, so they're equal at legs 250 each of two. Then we go out to seven dollars. Better be the best, and then we're looking at double figures. So just looking at the flux, um, hasn't been a great deal to report here. They're pretty solid, both of these horses. Ryan, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, difficult race to assess here, Chris, with some of the major fancies drawing poorly off the track in the form of Better Be the Best and Major Celebrity, Um, a horse that has a, a lot of talent. Is montabellano but he's been doing things a bit wrong and a few subpar performances but if he actually put it all together on the night he's not without a hope but certainly all advantages to captain's knock with the good low draw and he's developing that picket fence nicely
1: okay race four tomorrow night the breeders challenge three-year-old phillies final steno the clear choice here 1.65 uh next in betting madrid 350. 4.40 4.40 Ideal in Dreams. And that's just about the tail of the tape there. Uh, she's been easy, Steno. 165 out from 150. Ideal in Dreams, 4.40 in from 8. And Madrid's been uh, a little easy as well. 3.50 out from 3.20. So there's a good push here, Ryan, for Ideal in Dreams, the stable, mate, the favourite.
0: Yeah, Chris. I'm keen to take on Steno here in this race. I think Ideal in Dreams, Steno in Madrid, rate clearly in front of the rest. But just from a price perspective, with Steno sort of opening up at that two quote, there was some good value in Ideal and Dreams. I think most people would expect uh, with Steno with a good draw, that she'll be the leader. But I actually do believe Madrid's lightning gate speed will see her cross Steno once again. And from that point of view, I'm keen to back both Ideal and Dreams and Madrid
1: to turn the favourite over. OK, so this is not clear cut by the sound of it then. You look at that price of the favourite, you think, oh, this might be a okay she just rolls to the top but it's anything but
0: no we only have to
1: go back i think it's about uh four or five starts and
0: we can see madrid with the clear same setup she uh she has the speed across cross deno
1: okay two-year-old philly's final race six the odds-on favorite here peaceful draw on the inside one dollar seventy uh she's in super form this philly next in betting, we've got the uh, Victorian major delight 250. And it's double figures all others, so it's a two-horse race here. Peaceful is the favourite, holding firm at $1. seventy. Ryan.
0: Chris, I really do like this race. Peaceful and Major Delight are two wonderful fillies. We see a situation where the heat set up to the final. The situations have been flipped. Peaceful drawing well and Major Delight drawing poorly. Last time out, Peaceful sat in the breeze in the 150 effort and was beaten about a length with the roll reversals. This week, I am keen to declare peaceful. But I would say that we can wait and hopefully get a better price. I'm hoping she gets out to around $1.90. OK,
1: so you're keen to be with the favourite there. I'm keen to get your thoughts on this next one. The uh, the four-year-old in tyres and gelding the breeders challenge final. We've got a very short price favourite here. Better isolate. We saw this guy during our tab constellations back in July. Uh, he just keeps stepping up. Uh, he was brilliant last week, just sitting off a very frantic speed, and he just put them to the sword. $1. eighteen runs from the inside gate. Uh, next in betting, uh, we're looking at double figures. Best of the rest, $12 high voltage, the horse that set up the tempo last week. Ryan, you're a shareholder here in Better Isolate. Um, how are the confidence levels here?
0: Yeah, super, Chris. Uh, can't be happier with what the horse did last week. And we will see more than likely the same setup with high voltage leading and running along, better isolate in the trail. Uh, I think they'll run one two again.
1: Do you think he'll start any shorter?
0: No, you can't. You can't possibly start shorter than you know a dollar eighteen. I wouldn't have thought.
1: Okay. Will you be trackside tomorrow night?
0: Yes, mate. We're heading down tomorrow morning to uh, experience the Lin Smith Mile night um, from a betting angle in that race. I think uh, yep. High Voltage himself ran 50 flat last week. If he repeats that performance, he'll be running top three without a shadow of a
1: doubt. Okay. The other feature final tomorrow night is the four-year-old Mayor's race nine, and at the same quote as Better Isolate, we've got Tate, who's been awesome uh, for Jason Grimson. A dollar eighteen. They went up a so she's now a dollar eighteen. Uh, next in betting, we're looking at Max Legacy. $6 and the other one that's given a hope is Orchid Stride, $8. Tay-Tay, can she do it again? Yeah, straight
0: to the top. They won't see which way she's gone. Uh, from a betting angle though, Chris, I think it's one for the exotics and we'll be playing hard with Orchid Stride and Max Legacy to
1: fill second and third. OK, just on Tay-Tay, she's looked really good those past two wins. How much further can she go, Ryan? Chris, I
0: really do like this uh, this mare. She is untapped. Um, I think she's going to go around in all these sort of mares features next year and she'll be the one to beat. I do like her from the perspective. I even think she's better off a helmet. She'll be leading on Saturday night.
1: Um, yep, she's untapped and she could uh, be one destined for the top. OK. The other feature there is the final race, a group three race for the Trotters, and the favourite is Caligula. At three ten, Elderberry Crescent three forty. What's up, Majestic? Five dollars and a lot of muscle right down the bottom. I've missed him. He's at three twenty, so he's on the second line of betting. Darren, there's ten Queensland-trained horses competing at that meeting tomorrow night at Manangle.
2: Yeah, it's um, it's certainly going to be good. We've got uh, Sir Fahrenheit in that trot, as well as Van Sank, um, as well as those other ones. So it's uh, it's going to be. a, a- top night there at Menangle, some nice races down at Melton as well, a couple of, we see better Eclipse go around, but um, there I I think I'm really looking forward to that Lensmith Mile with Black Sedans, and I'm also looking forward to Captain's Knock, i I really like this guy. His win at uh, Wagga, three starts back, second line against the older horses, and he went 52-9 or 53-9 off the second line, rounded them up. So um, it'll be really good to see him get the win for Brad Hewitt and um, the syndicate there headed up by Jared Croker.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He looks uh, he looks very exciting, very promising horse that one. And speaking of those features, tomorrow night at uh, Melton, the Queen of the Pacific, the Group One race for the mares, the favourite ladies in red, $1.75, Tough Tilly two seventy, Brave U Kelly at four twenty, and then we're going out to double the figures. So Ryan, give us your uh, overview on this one, the uh, the Group One Queen of the Pacific.
0: Chris, I think the the setup looks fairly logical in the sense that Braveview Kelly will be first over to the pegs, then has the option to either hold or take a sit on Tough Tilly. Ladies in Red will work around to the breeze. Uh, Jack Trainer said in the media this week that he'd be happy for Braveview Kelly to sit on Tough Tilly, and we haven't actually ever seen Tough Tilly hand to Ladies in Red. So if Tilly's in front, Braveview Kelly's camp, and Ladies in Red is breezing at the bell, we are in for
1: one hell of a race. Yeah, that promises to be a very exciting contest. And the other feature is Darren outline features Better Eclipse, the four and five year old championship. It's race seven, and he's the favourite with tab three dollars, four forty each of two Beyond Delight Act now six dollars Firefox, and uh, then we're looking at uh, Narrattack Prince. He's at six fifty. So, any thoughts on this one, uh, Ron? My
0: um, thought was that they. Clearly mucked up the price of Better Eclipse early, opening him at six dollars. He's now into a clear three dollar favourite. Um, I can't tell anyone to take the three dollars, but if he gets back out to four dollars or so, I think he could. Better Eclipse is the one to beat. You know, he drops out of the Victoria Cup where he ran a credible third. Um, the one big danger for Better Eclipse taking this event would be if Acnow can push through and get to the front cheaply. Um, if that's the case, then maybe the tables will favour ACT now. But, uh, yeah, tricky race. One I haven't bet into. Certainly wish I had a ticket with $6 better Eclipse, but uh, we'll wait and see.
1: Yeah, well, you're right. He's definitely a Mike and Mover. Six into three in ACT now. The other running he just mentioned, he's found uh, really good uh, support as well. 4.40 after 9.50 uh, was officially... Uh, opened up as. So uh, those horses, numbers 10 and 11, there in race seven at Melton, both finding really good support. So Ryan, what are your focus races this weekend? Chris, we're going to go back to Menango and I'm going to tip peaceful in the
0: two-year-old mare's race. Think she can lead and win and get the job done. And then in the three-year-old fillies, I'm keen to back both Ideal and Dreams and Madrid to turn Steno
1: over. Okay, so race six, number one, Peaceful. That's your best bet, seventy with Tab right now. And race four, Ideal and Dreams and Madrid, numbers two and ten. You're keen to play around with both of those fillies in preference to the favourite, Steno. Sounds great. All right, so that's Manangle tomorrow night. They're the thoughts of Ryan Spies. So, uh, Darren, I'm going to put you under the, uh, the microscope here. We've got a big ten-race program tomorrow night at Albion Park. We start just prior to six o'clock. The free-for-all is race number four, so many of these are going to be backing up next week into the Be Good Johnny Sprint, including Turn It Up. What is your best bet on this card tomorrow night?
2: Yeah, I've been waiting for this guy to draw a gate. He's been really super of late. It's race three, horse number two, Bombardier jujon uh, He moves into gate two this week. Um, he's been sort of drawn wide or second line. Sectionals have been super. He was wide off the track last time out. Um, Swayze got the win in that race. He was he was strong to the line. I thought he gets his chance here, gate two. I think Saginaw is probably a, a bit of a threat here, but it'd be really interesting how this guy goes out of gate one. He's, um, he's effectively been an outside draw horse nearly all of his career here in Queensland. So he's finally back in the draw and just don't know whether he might just um, get a little bit too squeezed up, but I really like bombardier Jujon, race three, number two.
1: OK, so race three, number two, Jujon. So that's the best bet for Darren. Any thoughts on that free-for-all or is it pretty simple there, turn it up straight at the top, see us later?
2: Yeah, I think he gets to the front cheaply enough. but His main danger is probably Cruz Bromac, you would think, um, outside of the draw, but Cruz Bromac from Barrier 8, he's likely to get um, buried away there. So Turn It Up, he gets across, gets probably an easy trip. Big Wheels then probably has to work, or, or Tommy Lincoln might even get first to the pegs and then uh, Turn It Up gets in front of him there. So, But it, it pretty much looks like Turn It Up should be able to, to see this one out. Okay, giving
1: some quaddy numbers, races 5, 6, 7, and 8 tomorrow night.
2: Yeah, so in that first leg, uh, I like the numbers three and five. I've got number three, Better's Hope, on top. This is uh, the um, a race where he sort of should be thereabouts. And number five, Franco Much. I think he'll be much better t- this time around. Um, last time out he was second up from a spell he looks good in this one the next race, race number 6 I've got number 4, Lyrical Genius on top, thought he could probably get to the front this week and that'll be all the difference for him, Uh, that'll give Ryan's Gangster number 1 a nice little trip in behind Dr. Field, good number two. He's running well at the moment, as is Can't Bluff You. Uh, he was second last time out. So we'll go one, two, three, four in the third leg. Race number seven. Um, going backing up again with Speak With Sam. He got rolled last week. Um, probably, gets, probably doesn't get to the front here, but uh, he should be too good this time around. Uh, throwing in number four, Maywin Troubadour, who's probably the leader. And we'll throw in Blackjack Bart as well. Just get a a peg line, suck along. And in the final leg, race number eight. um, Happy to play this one out with number four, Clowns to the left. Um, Just got grabbed last week by only once bitten, who'd been ready to win. Clowns to the left, brilliant gate speed. Gets to the front here, and I I can't see anything in that field of mares being able to get her this week. So we'll bring it home with Clowns to the left. Okay,
1: so just repeating those numbers. Three and five into one, two, three, four. Was it one, two, eight and race seven?
2: Uh, Two, four, eight. Two, two, four,
1: eight. Right, eh? so we can scratch out the one and then we bring it home with number four. The dashboard, is that up and running via the Racing Queensland website?
2: Yeah, it certainly is and it's got that best bet. It's got quaddies and early quaddies. I thought race eight uh, was a good trifecta race. That race where I think Clowns to the left looks the winner. We anchor her out in front. Uh, driver to follow this week Lockie Manzelman, he's picked up a, a few nice drives with some of the uh, some of the other drivers out, he's got Bitcoin he picks up the drive on Hipstar who I give a really good hope to in race number two uh, Glen Letty Boy's been going well, he's on Speak with Sam, Watchful Lady, I'm a socialite, back to three year old Phillies company, so Lockie could be in for a good night tomorrow night Okay,
1: so that's all via the uh, the Racing Queensland website, the dashboard. And for those that are interested in weekend winners, Talia McMullen and Lockie Mandelman were the two drivers in focus for Saturday night's card at Albion Park. Uh, so that's uh, tomorrow night. Your best bet repeating is in race three. Uh, it comes through as number two, Bombardier John. Ryan, did you have any thoughts either tonight or tomorrow night locally?
0: That race of Lombardy Jujons to
1: lose and turn it up. It's a case of times and margins. Okay, so that's uh, tomorrow night. So we get underway at 5:59. So that is going to be a, a good night. And repeating, that is our final meeting before we return there next Thursday night with heats of the peak of the creek coming through, and the carnival officially gets underway next Saturday night with that fundraising night for Brett cargo So if you want to find out any more details about what's coming up at the creek you can contact the club and they'll be able to help you out there boys it's going to be a big big weekend there's no doubt about it so we look forward to uh, what's uh what's coming up and what's around the corner as well
2: yeah it should be uh, it's a great weekend this weekend and then really started to heat up heat up locally chris and then not far away the inner dominion either so there's um there's lots of referencing between now and uh, over the next few weeks that's for sure
1: Enjoy the weekend, guys. Thank you.